Just how high did Tank Dell climb in our latest Dynasty ADP? We're talking about that and more on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code, all lowercase, locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is former NFL scout Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, we've got new ADP. It's your favorite time no, fun, of the month. Fun, fun. Uh, there we go. Yeah, Dig the, right in. We're going we're to talk about the top two rounds today, and we got a little movement in round one and a lot of shakeup in round two, so let's get to it. Number one overall is Justin Jefferson. No surprise there. <laughs> Even with that injury, he has remained the wide receiver one and the top player overall in single quarterback Dynasty ADP, of course, this is from DynastyLeagueFootball.com. He's uh, the number one guy. Jamar Chase is the number two. Uh, the 102 and the wide receiver two, uh, those those two have held those spots for really months now with, with no change. We'll, we'll get to the names after Jefferson and Chase very soon, Matt, but do you think the rest of them, do you think the pack – is catching up to Chase and Jefferson. Maybe a little, because neither one of them have excelled or produced like the top asset in dynasty football. Are you wavering at all on Jefferson at one? I mean, we haven't seen him play and, you know, he's a free agent after the year. Not that that worries me, but his quarterback's a free agent after the year. I mean, I'm not super concerned, but would you still gladly take him at one one? I, I would. He's yeah. He's still my one one. Okay. I, I don't think he's a free agent after the season, though, right? Oh no, no. I was thinking I, I got my wires crossed. Okay, there. yeah. No, cousin no. cousin yeah. certainly is. So yeah, plenty yeah. of questions there for the Vikings offense. Um, but no, I mean, I I still have I still have Jefferson as the one. I still have Chase mm-hmm. as the two. Uh, to to answer my own question, I do think I, I think the gap between Jefferson and Chase and everybody else is getting smaller. I mean, we're seeing huge production from CD lamb from Amon Ross, St. Brown from AJ Brown. And it's probably not surprising that those are the next three guys in line lamb at three overall. That's up two spots from last month. Amon Ross, St. Brown up four spots from the eight to the four overall. And AJ Brown actually somehow lost a couple of spots. He drops to five overall, but I think most would agree that those three guys are tightly packed into that tier. And again, I do think that tier is getting closer and closer to Chase and to Jefferson. Yeah, I can't fight you on that at all. I mean, they're all very talented. They're all in very good situations and they're having great years. I love the lamb usage. St. Brown's just so consistent. AJ Brown for me was my three, you know, a month ago and, 
maybe I'd have him at four, but I think you have to have him behind Lamb at this point. But I have very little reservations about any of those guys. You did bring up an interesting note with Kirk Cousins being not only injured, but also about to become a free agent. You look at the quarterbacks of these five guys, obviously Cousins slash question mark, right, for mm-hmm. for the Vikings. And then uh, Burrow obviously injured himself, but uh, locked in for next year and beyond. Dak Prescott in Dallas, Jared Goff in Detroit, and Jalen Hurts in in Philly. So, you know, if, if the if that margin gets thin enough, then quarterback becomes a tiebreaker and and maybe we do see Justin Jefferson start to lose a little bit of value compared to these other uh, these other four guys. Maybe. I mean, if they were to throw a rookie in there or, you know, a Sam Howell situation, like where, like, oh, what are they doing? But yeah. uh, you're right. The other four are really stable, which is nice. Uh, let's go a little bit deeper here in the first round. Another player who lost a couple of spots is Bijan Robinson. He is still the RB1 in Dynasty. Uh, he's now six overall. He was four last month and got as high as three in this ADP. I, I think this is right, not only to still have mm-hmm. him as the RB1, but to have him falling behind the three receivers where he was once uh, once ahead of uh, ahead of Lamb, St. Brown, and Brown. Uh, how do you feel about this this spot for Bijan? And, and if you're in a startup, is this where you're considering him? Yeah, um, more and more I'd have a hard time making my first pick a running back, mm-hmm. to be very honest with I you. Agree. And there's a, rece- there's a receiver that's a little bit down this list that I would have in the sixth spot. We'll, we'll uh, bring him up when we get to him. But I think he's definitely still running back one. I do think his usage is – pretty darn good lately. I I think the Arthur Smith stuff might be close to behind us and that he should be getting the football like we want. And he's just such a good player. Yeah. Algier uh, actually even fell behind Corderell Patterson uh, in usage last Sunday. So maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe a good sign finally for Bijan Robinson. Tyreek Hill is the seventh overall player. He loses one spot from six to seven. That makes him the wide receiver six. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to put him much it. lower on this list, <laughs> yeah. uh, given the the insane production we've seen from him, really throughout the season. But you also look at him as a player who's almost certain to fall down this list as soon as the off season begins. Yeah, I mean, you've taught us that over the years. I mean, guys like him don't maintain value over the off season. You forget about watching him every Sunday, how unbelievably good he is and what he's doing is historic. But it's hard to invest this premium of an asset into somebody his age that maybe only has two years left. Again, Tyree killed down one spot. Uh, so that means A.J. Brown, Bijan Robinson, and Tyree Kill all dropping, uh, while Lamb and St. Brown were our risers. Next guy up on the list, another player that we could see fade at least a little bit when the offseason rolls around. It's Christian McCaffrey, the veteran running back, uh, you know, like like Tyreek Hill, just continues to produce. Age doesn't matter with this guy. He is consistent and uh, and plays from a fantasy standpoint with a very, very high ceiling. Uh, he is down one spot from seven to eight but still hanging on to that RB2 spot. 
It's almost the exact same conversation yeah. as Hill. <laughs> it really yeah. is. They're it, unbelievably good. They're nothing they've done is wrong. They're just getting a little older. Do you want Christian McCaffrey or do you want Jameer Gibbs in Dynasty, Matt? Because Gibbs is next on this list. He's the RB3, and he's one of the big risers of these these top guys. In fact, tied his teammate Amon Ra for the biggest climb here in the first round, up four spots. Was not a first rounder last month, but he's here now, and he's the RB3. You want CMC or Gibbs? I think I'd probably go with CMC. Yep. I mean, just more touches, slightly better offense, a little more predictable. Gibbs is fine as the third. I like him quite a bit, but uh, McCaffrey's more of an every down player. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, saw my uh, saw my buddy John Bosch make a good argument on Twitter the other day. I believe he said Christian McCaffrey is his dynasty RB1. And essentially, he said, if I'm contending, there's no other running back I want more than Christian McCaffrey. Oh, if I'm right. not if I'm not contending, I don't really want any running backs. Move them all. I want wide receivers <laughs> yeah. or I want picks. Uh, I thought that uh that explanation Wise. yeah was was pretty sound from from Bosch. Uh that gets us through the first nine players. We'll finish up the first round and get into the next group of twelve, and we'll do that next. So are you looking for a meaningful gift this holiday season that your loved ones will actually use and enjoy? Well, let me throw out a new name for you guys. That's Skylight Frame. Uh, There's so many of these holiday gifts that are just super boring to give or receive. I mean, socks, another tie. I mean, if I give my wife another robe, she's going to strangle me. So, you know, slippers. So if you're looking for your, you know, up your gift, gift giving game, and I am, that's why I'm giving Skylight Frame, you know, to your family, to your loved ones, whomever. But uh, who is the hard to gift person? You know, I mean, everyone has, you know, your dad has everything or your mom or your daughter or whoever. Uh, you know, a most thoughtful and personal gift is the Skylight Digital Picture Frame. Um, Skylight is a touchscreen photo frame that you can send photos to straight from your phone and they appear in seconds. You can even preload photos before the box is open. So when it's unwrapped and plugged in, your most treasured memories will appear. I mean, think about doing that Christmas morning for your mother or whomever. Uh, Effortly send photos from photo to frame with free Skylight app or unique email. It's unbelievably easy to use. Setting the whole thing up takes less than a minute. Touchscreen makes it easy. You swipe right through the photos like you're on your phone. Uh, Tap to see the new photos sent. Uh, tap the heart if you want. So all that is wonderful. Um, it looks beautiful in your home. Photos are displayed in HD resolution. They're very clear. Looks like a real modern photo frame. Set it up in portrait or landscape. Uh, the, the larger 15-inch frame can actually be wall-mounted. Um, there's new color options to match, match any style you want. You know, Black, white, silver, limited edition poppy, which is like an orangey red and gold. Um, better than social media. It's a great private way to share your photos without posting it to the world, especially for parents who don't always want photos of their children everywhere. I understand that. Satisfaction guaranteed. We're confident you'll love Skylight. We offer free 120 days returns. Uh, It's a top-rated brand, over a million happy customers, thousands of five-star reviews, and available in over 30 countries. Recommended by Today Show, Forbes, New York Magazine, and... 
many more, to be honest with you. So as a special limited time offer for our listeners, you get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame. When you go to skylightframe.com slash locked on to get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, go to skylightframe.com slash locked on. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com slash locked on. Um, something you got to check out now for sure. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Matt, we are talking brand new December Dynasty ADP from Dynasty League Football. We are nearing the end of the first round reveal here. We had Jefferson and Chase at the top. No surprise there. C.D. Lamb, Amon Ross St. Brown, and A.J. Brown in the three, four, and five spots, both overall and among wide receivers. Bijan Robinson's the RB1. couple of veterans here. Tyree Kill at seven, Christian McCaffrey at eight, and a rookie, Jameer Gibbs at nine. Matt, earlier in our discussion, you mentioned a wide receiver that you would have at six overall, uh, ahead of Bijan, ahead of Tyreek Hill and CMC. I'm guessing that's this guy, Garrett Wilson. He's here at 10 overall. Am I right? You are. I think he's a phenomenal player. Of the players, who could reach the Jefferson Chase level I don't think it's all that far-fetched to say Wilson could be that next one in that in a true tier one. You know, like I don't know that A.J. Brown could quite get there or mm. uh, St. Brown, but I think Wilson can if everything fell right. And I'm going to take this opportunity too because Brees Hall's right behind him, his teammate. Now, I hate putting all my eggs in the Jets basket because this is <laughs> not an scary, organization. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't trust the organization. Very well could be the worst offense in the entire league. But I at least trust them to draft an offensive tackle and hopefully Aaron Rodgers is back and maybe that's enough because I was torn between Gibbs or Hall as my third running back and I think Wilson would be ahead of all the running backs. I think I agree with with all of that, honestly. I do have Gibbs. Uh, I would have Gibbs over Hall slightly. I agree it's a close call. Mm -hmm. As you mentioned, Hall is the eleven. And I, I also share your uh, Garrett Wilson love uh, and would have him higher than he is here on uh, on this ADP. Round one finishes up with another receiver, another Dolphins receiver. It's Jalen Waddell at 12. That's the exact same spot he was in last month. So our first round gives us two Jets and two Dolphins and lots of wide receivers. We end up with a total of four running backs and eight wide receivers among the top 12 players. Matt, let's go right into the second round because like I said earlier, this is really where we see some shakeup and it starts at the top. The first player in the second round is Chris Olave. He's up four spots. So he was in the middle of that, uh, of the second round last month up to the 2.01 spot. And honestly, I, I kind of expected him to be a first rounder this month. Me too. So, Maybe this is even lower than I thought he would be. Me too. And I mean, we're splitting hairs here, but I would take him over Waddle. 
who's I, one spot ahead of him. Yep, I would as well. Uh, we're okay. going to get another running back at the 202 spot uh, and another player who has fallen a little bit. Travis Etienne was a first-rounder last month. He's down three spots to the 2.02. That's 14 overall. How are you valuing ETN in comparison to Gibbs and Hall, some of the uh, some of these young running backs, and, and Bijan as well? Yeah, he's certainly last of that group, but I... Would he be in that same tier for you? I think slightly behind. Okay, I mean, he is for me as well. Yeah, I, 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 I like, like not love. When I, I mean, when I'm debating Gibbs and Hall, and you know, I think it's even fair to debate Gibbs and Bijan at this point. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not factoring Travis Etienne into that conversation. So I do think he's, he's no. a tier behind those guys for me. Uh, this, this is, this is a reasonable. He's closer spot. to John. He's closer to Jonathan Taylor to me than he is to those guys. Our second biggest riser. I'm sorry, our third biggest riser that we'll talk about today. Uh, shows up here at the 2.03 spot. Surprise, surprise, it's a wide receiver. It's Brandon Ayuk, who uh, looks suddenly like like the top threat on the uh, in the 49ers passing game, although, of course, Debo Samuel and George Kittle have something to say about that on a weekly basis as well. Uh, Ayuk is an exciting player, certainly a guy on the rise. Uh, have we gotten gotten to the point where he's being overvalued, Matt, or does this feel right to you? No, this is right. My only concerns are, is he going to be a Niner next year? He's a free agent after the year. Mm, I can't yeah. imagine they let him go. But I think he's good enough that it's not just a, quote, system guy. You know, he would excel in any spot as a traditional number one receiver. Yep, totally agree. Devontae Smith, another young receiver, is another player on the rise as well. He's up three spots uh, to the 2.0416 overall in our ADP. Uh, and of course, the second Eagles wide receiver. I, I mean, I think I think this is spot on for Devonte Smith's value. Solid. I don't think he's in that first round range yet, or or even in consideration. I think for me, we talked about Alave and Waddle, slightly, slightly behind those guys, uh, but but not far off certainly. No, I think he's very dependable, safe, solid. You know, really good football player, good situation. I'm in. Next on the list, another running back, another rookie, Devon Achan, up five spots to the 2.05. As we said earlier, we saw him uh, bounce back uh, this past Sunday and uh, have a a couple touchdowns. Really, honestly, in mop-up duty, I thought that was kind of interesting. We saw Mostert uh, earlier in the game. They took Tua out late in the game, but Achan stayed in, so... We'll, we'll kind of see what that means for their rotation, mm-hmm. their usage moving forward. But uh, obviously when he's on the field, he is producing. Does, it, does this feel right? Are you worried about injuries with A-Chan? Uh, are, are we overvaluing this guy? It's a little risky for me to use my second pick in the middle of the first round on a guy with this many questions. Mm-hmm. I do adore the upside. I, I recognize that. But durability usage has me a little concerned. I mentioned Jonathan Taylor earlier. I would put more chips in the Taylor basket. Okay. Yeah, we had, have not said Jonathan Taylor's name yet. Uh, we yeah. will do that soon. In fact, we will do that um, next, right after this. So I have told you many times about our buddies over at FanDuel. And as the weather gets colder, 
the NFL offers stay red hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. I mean, that could be a massive favorite. All you do is put five bucks on it and you get 150 bucks back. 150 bucks if your team wins. That's all you need to happen. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, no better time right now than to get in on the action. It's super easy to use. The app is great. Over-under, player props, futures, spreads, etc., and many more. I mean, all kinds of creative ways to do it. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Matt, we have just a few players left in our second round ADP discussion. Uh, second round so far has been Chris Olave, Travis Etienne, Brandon Ayuk, Devontae Smith, and Devon Achan. Middle of the second round, sees a couple of wide receivers. Uh, Stefan Diggs down four spots to, to the 2.06. And DK Metcalf, who honestly I expected to be one of the significant fallers of the month. Yeah, this one uh, shocks me. He, he's actually actually up one spot somehow. Uh, has has not played well this season. Of course, had the huge game on Thursday night. Maybe that recency bias helped his uh, helped his ADP here. Uh, but regardless, he's the two point oh seven. So it's Diggs and Achan uh, coming together here as Diggs falls. Uh, I'm sorry, Diggs and Metcalf. Diggs falls and Metcalf up one spot. I'm I'm probably just opting for some of the young guys instead of these Me two too. at this point. Uh, we'll, we've got we got some rookie wide receivers coming up at the end of this round, and I'm probably taking those ahead of both Diggs and DK here. Uh, 2.08 is Jonathan Taylor. You've mentioned him earlier. He's down five spots, and again, maybe it's that recency bias. Of course, we heard about the injury a little over a week ago, and uh, sounds like he is going to miss significant time, maybe um maybe even the rest of the fantasy uh, fantasy season here. Year. yeah it, it, i mean we know we know the story here obviously mm-hmm. uh the contract issues the injury looked like he was back and then all of a sudden he's he's taken from us again so his value is trending in the wrong direction i don't i don't mind a buy low here uh on uh, mm-hmm. on jt um i'm with you Taylor versus HN, Taylor versus ETN is still a debate for me. Yeah, I'm a little infatuated with this rebuilt, or not rebuilt, but rejuvenated Colts offensive line and offense as a whole with trying to stop the combination of Taylor and Richardson next year. I mean, they could run for a bazillion yards as a team. Ooh. I mentioned some rookie wide receivers. We're getting into those right now. Uh, I know you don't like this guy. Uh, ninth, no, not really. Ninth overall, <laughs> 2.09, Jordan Addison. Uh, he was a second rounder last month. He's here again, although he did fall uh, three spots. He's down to the 2.09. Right behind him is Puka Nakua, also a faller. He's down one spot to the 2.10. Uh, Matt, who is your rookie wide receiver one at this point? We've seen almost a full season from them. We've seen breakout years from Puka mm-hmm. Nakua from guys like Tank Dell. Uh, Addison has been very good. JSN starting to get there uh, finally. Quentin Johnston Might has still been... be JSN. Well, you know, it's really interesting because I think uh, 
JSN was was essentially the consensus rookie wide receiver right, right. one, right? I mean, maybe maybe somebody preferred Addison or, or Quentin Johnston, but those were few and far between. And now it's it, 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 it's just a reminder of how fun this class is because you can make a debate that it's still JSN or that it's Addison or that it's Nakua or even that it's Tank Dell, right? There's, there's, uh, there's a lot of options here that it could be. And like I said, that's, that's a good thing for all of us. Uh, spoiler alert, JSN is not in this top 24 here, but Jordan Addison is, Puka Nakua is. They're 2.09 and 2.10. Another wide receiver, not a rookie this time, 2.11. And this guy's a big riser. Michael Pittman up more than a full round, up 14 spots. Uh, essentially from the early fourth round to the end of the second round. Is that warranted? You talked about that Colts offense. Pittman's been really good. Really good. I mean, target hog, red zone guy, dependable. He is in a contract year. I can't imagine he leaves town, though. Uh, I've been a Pittman fan forever, and I often quote Matt Harmon. He's been saying Pittman's one of the most underrated players in the league, and I think he's right. I own him in so many places. I think Pittman's great. The 2.12, Matt is another receiver. It's Tank Dell. Last month, he was the 80th overall player, and now he is the 24th overall player. He is up 56 <laughs> spots in ADP, which, which would be a huge, huge jump from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. Uh, that's not the case here. W- one month ago, he was 80. Now he's 24. And of course... We know now his season is over, unfortunately, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try to take the injury out of it. I do want to come back mm-hmm. to that, but is, is this too much here? Is this jump too much being a top 24 player overall? And we'll, we'll get the count and see where he, where he ended up on the wide receiver uh, ranks here. Um, I don't know that it's too much of a jump. I mean, I think the, insane buzz around Stroud and the Texans offense and passing game is very, very warranted. I don't know that they'll go to add to the group they have. I think they should be pretty comfortable with their, their group of pass catchers. Certainly not a round one guy. I can't imagine. Um, I would take Dell over Addison because everyone knows I hate Addison, Um, (laughs) but I would take Nico over both of them. Mm, Okay. Uh, Did, did the counting there, uh, Tank Dell is the wide receiver 17, according to this data. Uh, he is above Nico Collins, although not much, not by much. Mm-hmm. Nico shows up early in the third round, as does JSN, as does Zay Flowers. We see a lot of wide receivers here. DJ Moore, Drake London, T. Higgins, Debo Samuel. Have a problem with Tank Dell over any of those guys? Tank Dell over. Can you give me the list again? JSN, Nico Collins. I would take. I would take both of them over Dell. Zay Flowers. Dell. DJ Moore. No, but close. Drake London. I'm still a believer. Mm. I might take London over him. T Higgins. I'm just hoping that they have a real quarterback next year. It could go a long way. T Higgins. Yes, I think Higgins is too cheap right now. Yeah. 
So it sounds like you think Tank Dell's being a little overvalued. Uh, we can expect in January, maybe that ADP falls off after uh, after we go a month plus without seeing him. But I think he's here to stay. And I do think it's a similar conversation to what we talked about with Devon Achan. One of the concerns with both of those guys coming into the league was at their size, at with their frame, right. Can they succeed in the NFL and not, I think they both answered that question. Can they succeed? Yes, yeah. obviously. But can they stay healthy? Can survive. they stay on the field? Can they survive? <laughs> yeah. And that's the question that they're going to be faced with because uh, both guys now have dealt with multiple injuries in their rookie seasons and, and missed um, multiple stretches of games. So mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can just see them stay healthy because they're both very, very exciting players. They both gained a ton of dynasty value. Again, Tank Dell up 56 spots uh, wow. since last month. Really, really wild stuff here to end the, uh, the year of dynasty ADP, the calendar year of dynasty ADP. But we know that it never really ends because we'll be back in January to begin our offseason ADP. <laughs> and that'll be another conversation. That is it for today's show, though. Please make sure you download and subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.